Hi, so this is Molly and Pete, and we recorded this week's podcast on Sunday afternoon, the 15th, and that was, if you've been following along, it was after Hallmark had pulled a commercial featuring a same-sex couple kissing, and um, since we've recorded that, this, I guess maybe it was last night or this morning, they came out and said that they're going to reinstate the ad, and they apologized to the company, and yeah, so they change their minds so this episode will feature us railing on home <laughs> i mean it's i'm really glad that they changed their minds obviously they felt the pressure and so i'm glad people put pressure on them it doesn't take away the fact that they bowed down to a hate group yeah we'll, but... so we'll have to revisit our <laughs> hallmark movie watching as we move forward yeah it feels a little tainted but yeah. ultimately i'm glad that they yeah um realize like hey this is not okay we heard they heard people's voices and the right thing happened so when you listen to this episode know that when we rail on hallmark <laughs> it's somewhat tempered by the latest news yeah. so never mind <laughs> go get the old chimney sweeper make sure the chimney is clear Time to get humming, Santa is coming, I love this time of the year. Welcome to Molly and Pete Save Christmas. I'm Molly. I'm Pete. And we are a podcast that breaks down a Christmas movie or TV show. Notice I didn't say Hallmark. (laughs) You might have heard that um, there was a commercial for an app, like a wedding planning app, Mm -hmm. and that I've seen a bunch of times, maybe not always on Hallmark, but just it's not like a new commercial and it features a two women it features a same-sex couple getting married in las vegas being like surprised by their family it's really sweet and so hallmark was showing it and this group called one million moms um, protested it this small group actually small group mm-hmm. called one million not moms one million. yeah protesting it and we weren't really sure what was going to happen and then hallmark pulled the ad so it's very disappointing so we've just decided that There's they don't they don't options. get our business <laughs> anymore. They don't deserve us breaking down their bad movies. <laughs> and so now we're going to last couple of weeks we're going to do two or three more episodes and there's so much there's so yeah. many. I mean you know, Hallmark's lost. They they really started something. I love Hallmark movies. But because they became so popular, everyone else is doing them. So there's a lot to choose from. And I'm excited to watch other things. And maybe I was kind of burning out on Hallmark movies anyway. Like, I know I've been complaining that my mom said, you must, you really don't like the Hallmark movies this year. And I'm like, I think they're just too, I think they're just all too the same and kind of and lazy. And so I think I need to expand, broaden my horizons and watch some other holiday fair (laughs) do we have any specific ones in mind i know we've seen a few that we'll talk about today yeah are there others that we do we know about i was kind of thinking today that we maybe need to watch a night before christmas on netflix the the prince one with so it's a a k-n-i-g-h-t yeah what's her name from princess switch why am i blinking yeah, and what's her name? You were impressed that I knew all the members of One Direction <laughs> I, earlier. I, I was. <laughs> and it, it, it happens quite a bit where I'm always interested in who is going to be the host and musical guest of Saturday Night Live. Vanessa and, Hudgens. Yes, Vanessa Hudgens. Yes, thank you. You know, a few weeks before 
you know, sometime in November it comes out that they release, you know, who's going to be hosting the mm-hmm. three weeks in December. And it's always, you know, who's going to be hosting the Christmas show. It's always a big deal. And more often than not recently, I don't know the musical guest. Yes, I know Lizzo. But the thing is, is that like you, you are up on new music that's coming out. They're just not usually featuring. Well, I was surprised you didn't know DaBaby. <laughs> I know the baby, <laughs> really, you know you know like current hip hop. So I really liked the baby. I really liked him on Saturday Night Live. He had two albums come out this year, and one of them was on Pitchfork's Top Fifty. Oh wow! Yeah, but I think our just our our pop culture black hole is pop music, mm-hmm. like mainstream pop music. Yeah, maybe we've heard the songs, we just don't know who. They yeah, are. probably. Somehow we're just not listening to anything where it says like, "And that was Niall Horan," or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that's where we're weak in our knowledge. I, we're in Ubers enough where we hear a, <laughs> and a the lot. Gin, and Orange Theory. <laughs> yeah, we hear a lot of the pop hits. I yeah. Just, yeah, I just don't just know. just come on commercials. And... That's why I appreciate a Cardi B who says her name <laughs> in most of the songs. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Cardi B. I like this. Yeah, so this Niall Horan. Yeah. He was the musical guest of the last night's or the most recent Saturday Night Live. The names looked familiar. But I don't. I didn't know why. But yeah, you you informed me he was a One Direction. I sort of. I know three. And you out. Do three. Yeah, you tossed the well, three out. I thought it was weird that they had Harry Styles on like a couple weeks ago, and then they have another One Direction guy. I mean, I guess they both have new albums out. But I noticed that Pitchfork did not like Harry Styles' album. Did you read that? No, they were they review Harry yeah, Styles. Yeah, and because the, they felt like he could do better. Was the review? Oh. And then there's like that Zane guy, and then there's one other guy. That's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> Better than most. Yeah, that is better than most. <laughs> yeah, three out of four. But we were watching Saturday Night Live, and um, Scarlett Johansson was the host, and I feel like Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson are the, the grossest celebrity couple. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many cute celebrity couples, and they are the grossest. What's the matter with Scarlett Johansson? She's problematic. Oh, she is? Yeah. Well... She's said she's stood up for some people like Woody, well, Woody Allen. Allen. Yeah, she's played some roles that are questionable, and yeah, she just always is kind of like saying the wrong thing. Mm. They're both just kind of gross. So yeah, so we were watching that, and they did a they did a funny sketch about a Hallmark a Hallmark movie sketch. There was like a dating show, and mm-hmm. A.D. Bryant was the host, and it was a it was like a dating show, and the th- like three different types of guys that are on Hallmark movies, and I <laughs> yeah. thought it was really it was really well it was done. Really clever, yeah, yeah, yeah it was like funny. The, they had all the details right. The prince, the tree lot that's going to be taken bought by a, <laughs> yeah. a corporation, and then a guy who's actually Santa, secretly Santa Claus. So. Yeah, it was funny. And and then in the, at the end, A.D. Bryant, the she was the host of the game show. She said something about may all your relationships be straight or something like something that. about being something straight. Like yeah, that, like a joke a, about being a joke straight. About the controversy and mm-hmm. this controversy has been building. I saw it. I think on Friday where it came out that that there was a boycott from this one million moms group. And then that was it. To be honest, I didn't even... While we've watched tons of Hallmark, I don't think I've... Granted, we... I think we we, fast forward. But I've seen it. We fast forward through through a lot of the commercials. So I didn't even really know the commercial when I saw that people were boycotting this commercial or asking Hallmark to boycott. It's like, oh. Asking Hallmark to pull it. I was like, oh, this is great that Hallmark is running this ad. Yeah. Seeing that, and we've talked about this when we were. But reviewed. they make little steps forward every year. Yeah. Tiny steps forward right, every yeah. year. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, that's now a, it's a big step that's back. That's a good step. And then later in the af- Friday afternoon, it's like they come out that they pull the ad. And I was annoyed just because I was like, I watch these movies to not. Right. This is not. Leave it out of my Hallmark movies. <laughs> Leave it out of my Hallmark movies. Now you've entered it in. Be my reflective Hallmark. of people, but yeah, don't. 
So I'm, I'm happy yeah. to, to move on. This seems like an easy decision. Yeah. And they're just, they're idiots for doing it. They're just like really, we were talking to our friend, a friend about it and um, he brought up like, you know, they're bound to this one small group, but they have grown so big. They're making so many more people upset with this. And just bottom line, it's, it's the wrong decision yeah. to make. Yeah. Stand up for what's right. Don't stand up for out to yeah. a small but vocal yeah. minority this week we're gonna go see the second city show where they parody mm-hmm. the hallmark christmas movies i wonder if they yeah. will uh do a nod to this controversy because again i saw it like last night you know it's like boycott hallmark is trending mm-hmm. ellen's producer tweeted about it <laughs> you know so it's like it's picking up i'm waiting steep. for alicia witt to come out and say something <laughs> i checked her twitter she did not say she kept on she was retweeting things about shows at city winery or something like that <laughs> Annika mcculler jennifer love hewitt come on say something well we're um, adrian grenier did not say anything about it <laughs> why did i not expect any of the guys to say anything but i want the leads yeah the female leads to say something we yesterday we because of hosting this podcast we were asked to MC a gingerbread doghouse rescue showdown (laughs) (laughs) and our friends at next stop home which is a program that they're not a shelter or a rescue but they transfer dogs out of an intake facility here in chicago and it's a place that's that's rescue only. There's no adoption. So if those dogs don't get out, that's the end. And before they started doing this, very few animals got out there. And dogs mm-hmm. and cats, that's where all of our fosters have come through. And so they work with other rescues to get these animals out. And so they will, they'll transfer them they'll sponsor medical and training for them they're like the liaison between this sort of like black hole of mm-hmm. a intake facility and rescues and then forever home so they do a great job so they ask their the rescues that they work with to come and build gingerbread houses and have a competition and it would be judged and um, it was really fun and people got the houses were incredible they got really into it Yeah, they were amazing yeah yeah it seemed like everybody had fun and it's you know like the rescue world like i feel like sometimes you probably get a little competitive with other (laughs) rescues like anything and so it was sort of i feel like it was some of that was like worked out maybe and so the winners everyone actually received money for their rescue and just the winners got more because you paid for votes and so it was really fun so we got to emcee the event and yeah our first time and i hope that they do it again i felt like by the end of it we yeah we, we got nailing we knew what we end. were doing in the beginning i was a little nervous i was nervous i will say that i was also the dj uh, kirsten who runs next stop home she mm-hmm. asked if we could like make a playlist so when somebody asks me to do a playlist I can't contain myself <laughs> and the event was from two to six four hours so my playlist was 27 and a half hours <laughs> i just could not stop adding songs i'm like oh this will be a good one so i was doing i was doing that and then yeah i'm seeing and i was ner- yeah i was nervous at the beginning because i wasn't sure exactly what was i was expected, kind of picturing it or- being like on on the great british baking show that where there's there's the judge, but then there's people. It's changed over the mm-hmm. years, but a couple of people who come out and are have some funny banter and yeah. inter- and sort of narrate things. And when we go to other events, Elliot Bramberg, <laughs> Ver- <laughs> Elliot, Elliot Elliot B, who's on Chicago's best, best, does this. So I was like, oh, we have to be like, you know, what does Elliot do? So I had an idea, but it was good. It was a good first time. It was yeah. 
was it was just fun and, and yeah it was a lot of fun and we also one of the judges didn't show up oh yeah so we had to fill in so, and judge so us and mindy siegel of hot chocolate <laughs> were the main judges and i and i was really taking it seriously I was really looking at these yeah. gingerbread dog houses because well, they were really well, meticulously done. It looks like Mindy Siegel was taking it seriously. And then the third judge was Carrie Rubinus, who has Cookie Cuts Kitchen, and mm-hmm. she's a vegan baker, and we buy things from her, and and um, she's a really great baker too. So, um, yeah, watching them, I was like, oh yeah, they're taking it yeah. super serious. So, and there was one group that I felt that were tra- they were trying to influence us because once we, like, yeah. we went around the gingerbread competition, the gingerbread dog house competition, all the contestants were gone so we were just there to look at the homes and we get to you know like you know see if there's any extraneous drips <laughs> of frosting you know i was really getting into it well there were so many good ones it was hard you to be nitpicky about yeah things. there were so many good ones i was like really impressed by the creativity of these gingerbread dog houses and then we got to this one group and the people were there and they kept on saying well you know this dog that we made is actually one of our fosters i'm like oh yeah that's good yeah. well the, what happened was that these the two girls who built everything were so sweet and then somebody else who like was on the board or something stepped in and it was like really pushing them to sell it to us <laughs> yeah. and then after the votes have been tabulated she came over to me and she was like i think you counted wrong we should have won yeah like, oh my did. gosh and they won this like- is just like a fun thing i mean i know money is at stake but you they still got a lot of money and yeah i think they won like, like ten dollars less than the yeah the person that won in first yeah everyone else was really cool <laughs> that, that was scary for a moment yeah um yeah so that was fun and so that i felt weird though because my friend Kirsten who asked us to do this is a is a fan of this podcast and a big fan of of Hallmark Christmas movies and I'm like oh my gosh on this day we've like shunned Hallmark Christmas yeah. movies we're doing this but really we've we've done other movies yeah. before and they're come on they're all like pretty much the same you have like the rom-com one you yeah. have like the princess one you have the family one you know like a family getting together at christmas so they're all pretty similar we can just roll right into to the other ones i wanted to do this for thanksgiving because any chance i can mention the west wing thanksgiving episode mm-hmm. i'll take my chance for you know shibboleth <laughs> i want to talk about like our favorite christmas tv episodes mm-hmm. I like talking about another uh, another Western. I'm like glazing. My eyes are glazing over as you're saying this. <laughs> well, you don't. You didn't. You don't really. You're not a fan of the Thanksgiving ones because I like all the Friends ones. So we have to. We go through the the dance of me trying to watch ten seasons of Thanksgiving Friends episodes. Yes, and then I watched the How I Met Your Mother one, and I think there was one morning where. It was like before I went to work, I wanted to squeeze in Shibboleth and you were you got mad at me. Like, just, why are you watching like like Wednesday morning and why are you watching a I've reached a point where I just can't be rational and handle anymore and I'm just it's, it's there's no reason for it to upset me. I'm just like trying to get to work, I'm like doing all this stuff and you're sitting on the I have so much to do and you're sitting on the sofa watching Shibboleth like merch. I'm just like, No, I can't handle it anymore. <laughs> Well, buckle up because an Excelsis Deo is coming up. It's even worse. <laughs> no, it's a great. It's a great. Well, we can we can debate our favorite TV episodes. Let's um, do that another day. <laughs> the, you know, I have to choose between: do I come downstairs and you're watching Shibboleth, or are you watching Good Morning Football? Or no, the, now the best one <laughs> that you watch at weird times is you re- you have a series recording on the DVD for some fantasy football show that comes on every day, right? Yeah. <laughs> is that what it is yeah. and so yeah i'll come down 
stairs and you're watching the fantasy football show and um studying it (laughs) (laughs) well i'm in the fantasy football playoffs and there's a lot of money at stake, like 30 bucks. And, I, and when I think about it, I'm like, I spent... The amount of time you've spent on it. I think it cost me $40 to enter the league or $50 or something. So I'm not even going to recoup my money. So this week is the the semifinals. So there's four teams mm-hmm. left. My team is pretty solid, but I have a couple of decisions that I need to make. I have... I know, I know all this. <laughs> I have to say too, with uh, when we, when I watch these football shows, and I know you get annoyed when you come down and I'm watching them. I've 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 kind of gotten into making it a game, so you might enjoy it. Where I say like, oh. Honey, what uh, what do you think they're talking about on <laughs> ESPN this morning? Because like the night before, I was I'm complaining about Lamar Jackson or something, yeah. and you're like, uh, are they talking about Cooper Cup? <laughs> Dallas Cowboy. Dallas <laughs> so I I've reached a low point in my fantasy football watching in that I actually tweeted the show <laughs> in an effort to get like I tweeted NFL fantasy <laughs> and asked them like who do I start Amari Cooper Cooper Cup. Or AJ Brown? <laughs> Did they respond? They, no, they didn't. And that, so then I like watched every episode to see yeah. if they would, you know, do the segment and show my tweet. They didn't. They didn't answer it. But there's only one more week of fantasy football watching. All right, and then my running training starts next week from tomorrow. So we get to, as your fantasy is winding down, we get to get back into that groove again. Are you excited? But that doesn't really affect me, other than talk, to hear me talk, you about, talk about it. About it. You talk about you talk about it now, but not as much. Not to the right now. I'm at like at a two or a three and talking about it, and it goes to like a ten. So this is a two or a three. So yeah, we get to flip flop. So we have been watching, I feel like kind of the new thing, newish thing is Christmas limited series mm-hmm. instead of just a movie or a special. So we've watched three this year of varying success mm-hmm. from low to high. So let's start with the worst, which I didn't even watch you. I wouldn't even watch it because I won't watch anything with a laugh track. And it's the Dennis Quaid series on Netflix called Mary Happy Whatever. And you, yeah. you, it appealed to you and you attempted to watch it. Well, it appealed to me on the level of I Like Christmas <laughs> and it was there on my television. Well, and that's I've, about how the amount of and it, I feel like standards are lower with Christmas stuff too. Yeah, what you will yeah, for sure, what you will watch and enjoy is lower than the rest of the year. No, I'm not saying you. I'm saying everyone. So typically, I would watch a Netflix television or a mini series. What do you call them? Limited, limited series. run series. Yeah, uh, before a network one, just because I just feel like Netflix yeah. does better than CBS or uh, NBC or whatever. Right. So yeah, I turned it on in the hopes that I could get through it. I got through like five minutes. I could yeah, I could not deal with the laugh track. Yeah, the jokes were just really lame. Corny. Corny is the perfect word. So I mean, I guess it could have gotten better. You just weren't willing to no. spend the time to see if it did. No. I haven't heard anybody talk about it like that it's should be watched. No, I would I would not I would not based on my four and a half minutes of uh <laughs> Watching, I wouldn't know. I would not waste your time with that one. Yeah. So then also on Netflix, I had seen this pop up like on a list of what you should watch this year. And it's a Norwegian show called Home for Christmas. And so we've started watching that. And I haven't liked it as much 
as I thought I would because the premise is that she doesn't have a boyfriend and and she wants a boyfriend for Christmas and I just find that to be so antiquated and territory we've trod too many times. She also has a roommate that chews with her mouth open and you hear the sounds and that's really gross. But her her family is putting the pressure on her for the boyfriend. It's not so much her but yeah it's it's still. And the roommate. I liked her. I thought. Yeah she was really I liked the setting of it. She she kind of goes to these like outdoor markets to buy things. In in Norwegia. (laughs) In Norway. Oh yeah Norway. (laughs) (laughs) maybe you should just stick to the discord show it was funny because we we put it on we we start watching and uh it's dubbed oh yeah so netflix's default is dubbing yeah which i knew that and i was afraid that was going to happen so then we we couldn't figure out how to change it (laughs) (laughs) finally we did who could watch that dub i don't know it's really weird yeah why is that the default the default should be their have it done in their native language and we could watch the subtitles it's so much more enjoyable that yeah way. so i'm gonna stick with it a l- yeah. little bit longer but i didn't I'm a, i didn't love it yeah exactly far superior than the dennis quaid one yeah far superior where i'm still uncertain about it but it's only one episode i have good feelings about it yeah but the winner the one that we've we loved was on fox of all places right. when did it start right in the beginning of december i think yeah so it was it's called a moody christmas Mm -hmm. there's six episodes and they put them on one monday and then the next week on a monday to tuesday they doubled them up so Mm -hmm. it was yeah it's three hours long it was on for two weeks i started seeing the preview like watching football on sunday in like november like coming you know Mm -hmm. a limited run series the moody's christmas on fox with dennis leary and elizabeth perkins and i like both of them Mm -hmm. but then i was kind of what i was talking about earlier like skeptical of skeptical network. about networks yeah i was like this can't be good yeah. fox i'd you know i'd rather watch the netflix one but much to my surprise i l- really liked it yeah it was great i hope they it, it's maybe coming back and they left it a little bit open-ended at the end so that not everything was resolved totally so i hope i hope it, it comes back and it's based on a is an australian show an australian show yeah. and it, they do it for different like holidays or seasons like so they revisit the moody's yeah like, at during Easter. Big, big events <laughs> and the families yeah yeah summer yeah. moody summer yep. what, you know whatever it is dennis leary's great elizabeth perkins great they have uh jay baruchel baruch <laughs> Chell, whatever his name is. Baruchel. <laughs> is that how you say it? So. <laughs> from, you know, he was in, you know, he was in, und- I know, from like so. Undeclared. Yeah. He's kind of like a Judd Apatow yeah. guy. Um, it's funny to see him, he played the oldest child. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, that made me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of old too, at, at the Next Stop Home thing, Caitlin and Luke, who were Next Stop Home supporters, and they adopted Frogger, one of our fosters. Mm-hmm. And something came up where... It reminded me of the Moody's Christmas, and mm-hmm. I asked him about like, uh, have you have you guys seen the Moody's Christmas? It's on Fox, and they looked at me like, like I had three heads. They're <laughs> like, is Fox Hulu? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I think it is. Well, it is a weird thing that happens where you even like running this morning. We were talking about like some TV shows, and not everyone ha- has the same way of watching things so when you bring something up you don't know if that person even has the ability to watch that if they would have seen it or not and so yeah it is is a strange land of not having access to everything it's happening a lot where i'll ask people about certain shows and in general conversation just more and more people have cut the cord on regular cable 
they just watch Netflix and Hulu and streaming any type of streaming. It's funny because one of the reasons why we were keeping cable was Hallmark Channel. Right, that's true. And sports, but that's gotten easier. Yeah, because we watch a lot of tennis. The tennis Channel they, is that available? Uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, app? we don't want to talk about this right now. But <laughs> we wanted to, let's talk about how we should <laughs> every channel. <laughs> um, so we're yeah, we're one of the weirdos that hasn't cut the the cord yet. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, Moody Christmas. It's set somewhere in Chicago. Yeah, they mentioned Logan Square. It kind of feels like maybe they live. Like one of those neighborhoods, sort of blue collar neighborhoods on the westish end of town. But then there's one point where, like, Dennis Leary seems to me as, you know, Dennis Leary seems like a south side guy to me. And yeah. at some point he mentioned he's a heating and air conditioning guy. And early in his career, he like working on the south side or something mm-hmm. like that. So, like, they grew up on the south side, but then moved to the northwest well, side. And but I they're, don't, you know, I don't like know what work- we're basing that on. It could be the south side. Yeah. Um, Their house looks very, like, Mount Greenwood-ish. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this. I don't know why we, like, kind of got that in our head that that's what it was. But they also, like, White Sox come up at some point, mm-hmm. and your alma mater, De La Salle, yeah, comes up, right. too. So, yeah, maybe all signs are pointing to it being more south side there's a couple times where they have one of the i think it's the uncle the weird uncle Mm -hmm. who is dating the brazilian woman he's like a big on directions yeah he gives directions to get he's like he's like i can get you you there quicker and don't use the app i've got the directions (laughs) yeah for the most part those were pretty good like you know you mentioned would mention ashland but then he mentioned oak lawn you take oak lawn to 45th that's weird that's weird no that's you're getting this wrong. You're almost there. <laughs> you don't take a city to 45th. There was a few things where I thought that they got a little bit wrong. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. it didn't take me out of it or anything like that. And it's a it's a story about a family whose kids are, for various reasons, are all home staying at the house for Christmas. And so they all kind of have a relationship thing going on. And The oldest one, Jay Barichell, he lives at home. <laughs> yeah. He's going through some things, trying to figure things that he's... Uh, he's he does, a, he's like the maintenance guy at an ice rink. He's a, he's a bit of an entrepreneur. He has some, you know, like, things that he wants to try to get off the ground. Some bad ideas for patents. <laughs> that he's working on. And then the other brother lives in New York and is a photographer. He lives in Brooklyn. He lives in Brooklyn. He's like the hipster guy. And then the girl... She's, she's married. And going through some... Relationship Some stuff too. Relationship yeah. too. Yeah, so they're all at home for the holidays, and they go to like a friend's. Like they're back home, and they go to a friend's Christmas party that he has every year, and hang out with like their high school friends. And they have an old dog, and the parents are. There's like some health issues going on. There's a bathroom remodel gone <laughs> <Yeah>. awry. <laughs> there's a BB gun. Yeah. All the good Christmas things. Yeah, I, when I, I watched the first episode, and I was like so shocked that I was like, man, I it's like really this. charming. Like, it's, it's charming. The dialogue is pretty funny and quick, mm-hmm. I thought. Mm-hmm. The characters are likable. Yeah. Yeah. How come I haven't hear, heard more people talking about this? So I looked up a review, and the review was kind of negative. 
well, that's disappointing. Like, is mm-hmm. it me? So, the, and so then I was like, you have to watch this because I trust your judgment. You're, you're, you're I'm harder on stuff like harder. this than you are. I'm, yeah. So, and then we you talked to our friend it. Dave yesterday, and he's like, have you watched a Moody Christmas? Yeah. Like, All right, yeah. this seals it. <laughs> Recommend the Moody's Christmas. A Moody Christmas. A, a, <laughs> Again, is it? nothing old. <laughs> it's a Moody Christmas. Is that what, that's what it's called? <laughs> we lo- like we the, looked it up to make sure we had it right. Yeah. <laughs> are you I going think, to the jewels after this? <laughs> I think you can find it on Hulu, I guess, right? It's on Fox. Yeah. Is Fox Hulu? <laughs> I guess those were the three that we watched. Yeah. So we'll figure out what, what else we're going to... Yeah. I think I vote for... Let's, let's delve into the night before christmas or and, is it a night before christmas <laughs> and then uh, i will uh, probably count on my 10 favorite <laughs> Gosh. christmas uh television episodes yeah you know they're doing we need to look this up there's gonna be like a live new version of an all in the family episode and you famously love this terrible hor- <laughs> nightmare of an episode of all in the family the draft dodger <laughs> oh, so i'm wondering if that's what it's gonna be an updated version of the draft dodger i hope not is yeah. there another all in the family christmas episode yeah there's i think there's one where edith has a cancer scare the draft dodger is the one to watch oh gosh if you want to have nightmares <laughs> well because there's a weird santa <laughs> in it yeah that's why um it's sweet and it's all i see is this i can't remember anything about being sweet <laughs> all i see is the creepy santa <laughs> i believe i know they still run all in the family on old networks mm-hmm. you know tv stations that run old shows but with all in the family it's interesting because the language that they use on all in the family is really dated yeah like he uses slurs mm-hmm. a lot you know and that was just archie it wasn't a problem because he was the dummy he was the right. fool yeah. everybody knew that this guy was just way out of touch even back in the 70s even now though could you play it on tv even though this guy's saying these things yeah i don't know even though he's because i don't feel it was on last year i feel like i watched it like on youtube or something <laughs> I went out and searched it on YouTube. Do you think they're going to do a live action of the Happy Days with Fonz eating the can of beans? That's another another classic. I do like the Christmas episodes better than the Thanksgiving ones, I think. so. We love the Office ones, mm-hmm. and we watch those every yeah. year. It's just like... Yeah, some and Mary the, Tyler Moore. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. I like them more. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like the Thanksgiving ones because I don't like Friends or How I Met Your Mother. So <laughs> that really like eliminates a lot. <laughs> and you don't like the West Wing. I love the West Wing. I don't like those episodes. I think they're depressing. I've just had to watch them too many times that yeah. it's triggering in some way for me. It's triggering de- of depression. <laughs> Is that the right way of saying it? Triggers depression. Yeah. When I, see, when I see that the thing with Martin Sheen with the knife, I just can't handle that. That's like the best part in the whole Shibboleth episode where... Martin Sheen is looking for the perfect carving knife for his Thanksgiving turkey, and he sends Charlie Dulay Hill out, you know, numerous times to get the perfect knife, and he never can get the perfect knife. And then finally he comes back and thinks he's got the right knife, and the president says, this is not the right one, you gotta go out again. And he's like, why is this knife so important to you? And he's like, these are things that we pass down. The sappy. And, <laughs> <laughs> I have a cold black heart. <laughs> and then, you know, the president ends up giving his to Charlie. And then Charlie's looking at it and he's like, oh boy, I don't, I thought I've recognized all the makers having looked at all these. And 
And Martin Sheen's like, this was made by a Boston silversmith for my family by Paul Revere or something like that. And I was Please like... Please wake me up when you're done talking about this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm crushed. <laughs> and the Christmas one is so good, too. I think the Christmas one, they name drop Sammy Sosa, which I always like. There, I don't... I, I'm not a fan of the Christmas West Wing either because it's an old one. It's like a first season It's the one. first season, yeah. Mm-mm. No. No, thank you. Pass. I have a pretty extensive list. It's not as big as my playlists. I can... I think you've already we've done I feel like we've done this list before and I know you, there was another podcast you were on you did this list and I feel like on a previous year we've done this list too. <laughs> and we on this podcast I feel like we have no I don't think we have we're gonna go back to the archives <laughs> and see I know I did I did a podcast for WGN when uh, this kid Craig Collins was doing podcasts and he asked me to come on for and list my favorite ones is it just known around the office like don't ask Pete about Christmas episodes <laughs> And Craig Collins is like, like, no, you'll never shut him up. <laughs> you can talk to him about anything else. <laughs> Don't ask him about fantasy football or Christmas episodes. I spent so much time. Should this be number five or six? I, mean, I don't know how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> Got to move this one up. Should this one go down? I want to make sure there's a good you know, mix of current and old. A lot to think about over the next week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you excited? I can't wait. Maybe that should be a solo episode. <laughs> like for our Patreon subscribers. Do, do we have that? <laughs> well, you have you have, you have favorites. I have the ones that I don't hate that we that you like. <laughs> like name like what one besides the office and the Mary Tyler Moore. Oh yeah, Mary Tyler Moore. You always make us watch the holiday every Christmas. That's not it's not like my no, favorite movie. It's just, if it's on, we'll just watch some of it. On um, USA on Christmas Day, I do a radio show for Chirp Radio, one hundred seven point one FM. There's an app you can get it if you're not on the north side of Chicago. It's on Hulu. <laughs> I don't think it's on Hulu, but I, my show is on Wednesdays from twelve noon to three o'clock Central Time. And this year, my show falls on Christmas. So I'm excited because usually every year I do like a Christmas themed show Mm -hmm. where I play like some of my favorite Christmas songs. But this year you're going to join me. Yep. It's It's funny. I've been listening this week. Everybody's like, I'm going to be, this is my last show before the holidays. I'm traveling. I won't be here. And I get mad at them. Like, suck it up. You have a show on Christmas. You need to do it too. (laughs) How dare you try to take Christmas off? But we're here. Like most of these people are going to out of state to visit family or have kids or we don't have kids. We don't, we don't have anything. We just do. <laughs> we take everybody's show that day. <laughs> week. So uh, from 12 to 3, we'll be co-hosting on Chirp Radio, chirpradio.org, where we're playing our favorite Christmas songs. And I've asked you to come up with your 15 favorite Christmas songs. Have you, have you thought about that at all? <laughs> Let me just get through this week and I can do it. I, mean, got, I know I'm I know not, off the top of my head ones I like. So, But we have to go over them because there can't be any crossover. Oh. Okay. I know you won't pick the Pogues. Ugh. <laughs> you, you hate all my Christmas traditions. <laughs> can you, if I'm agreeing to do the Chirp show on Christmas, can can you concede by not playing the Pogues song? <laughs> well, and speaking of, that's another one that's... So been, it triggers depression as well. But it's me. also problematic because they use some words in it. All right. So it's can- the Pogues are canceled. <laughs> Just want to play Burger in a Bin. <laughs> Burger in a Bin is a Nick Lowe Christmas song where he, there's one line in it where he says he's like stuck at 
at the airport yeah, on Christmas. Christmas at the airport. And um, and he there's a line where he <laughs> mentions that he's going to eat a burger in, from the bin. <laughs> it's a British term of like I guess that's just sitting on yeah. a you know and a rolling yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. burger yeah. in a bin is my favorite. You can you can play that one. That's one. Are you going to play Wonderful Christmas time? <laughs> no. Well, if that's what your fa- I know that's one of your favorites because every time we get into the car, you usually just turn off the, <laughs> like the radio just comes on when we turn you're making me seem like such a grinch <laughs> we i turn it turn it back on to 93.9 the light fm because they're playing holiday songs and you you hate johnny mathis which is blasphemous <laughs> no the thing is is that what i what i truly hate his voice is like butter what i truly hate is the new kelly clarkson christmas <laughs> yes, song yes. so it's made me appreciate all the ones i thought were bad i love as long as i don't have to hear that one because i don't like any singing that has like i don't like any kind of um i don't like when people sing with too much emotion <laughs> i like you know i like i like when people barely open their mouth when they sing <laughs> so, that's oh the kelly clarkson one i just can't handle it wonderful christmas time is one that they play because most of the ones that I like, I mean, I love, you know, A Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl No, but it's and, not this, it's not our favorites, what know. they play. They play just kind of traditional classic yeah. ones. Yeah. And I like, you know, I like them. I get into, you know, I'm fine with an Andy Williams, yeah. and Perry Como, yeah. you know, whatever. We're, we like the Dean Martin where he sounds drunk and he's a little Rudy. <laughs> and then he like <laughs> sings in an accent at yeah, some point. That's the weirdest one, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> it's like there's like a million Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versions. So they're like, how can we make this different? And Dean's like, I'll call him Rudy, and then in the middle, I'll do... Uh, I'll use some kind of like Slavic accent. <laughs> He's like, then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, mit your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? And I was like, what? What is it? What is he doing? It's my favorite. <laughs> well... Or Rudy. <laughs> See, I like some things. <laughs> well, that can be yours when we do the show on Chirp. All right, we'll uh, we'll do another one here in a in a few days or a week or something, and uh, we'll find something. To watch. <laughs> we'll find something to watch. Exactly. All right, bye. It looks like Christmas, Christmas at the airport. I should be at the table with all my kith and kin. Like Christmas, Christmas at the airport this year. Don't save me any turkeys.